if, if I get caught cheating on you, that means I don't love you. Mm. Listen. To another episode of Broken Record DMV, it's your girl Crystal Lorenze, and today I have here an African brother. Okay, I'm gonna have to read my notes because y'all, it's it's a lot of things, which is a good thing. Okay, serial entrepreneur, um, e event specialist, consultant, entrepreneur, content creator, influencer, podcast host, and like I say, a fellow African Yoruba. Too bad he's not Igbo. He should have been Igbo. This is the first time somebody said, like, I got a fellow African. And I'm like, <laughs> really? <I> just <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's because I think other than Jay Black, he's probably the only African we've had on here. Oh, really? Sec the second one. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. We haven't had too many. I don't know why, but that's good. I, I love, actually, this is episode 21, so I'm loving the fact that we're ending it with, good. you know, my people. So, y'all, give a round of applause for Michael Sonner. So, okay, so there are two ways to say my last name. Sonerio. Now, we can say the Americanized mm -hmm. way, which is scenario. scenario. But then I'm Yoruba, <laughs> so if you're not saying it, it's like Shonariwo. Like Shonariwo. Yeah. Shonariwo. Yeah, but you know, when people start saying that, people get confused with like scenario. Okay, no, yeah. yeah. When I seen that, I was like, boy, you better say it like how I'm. My last name is Arenze, but you know, it's supposed to Arenze. See, that's what I said. You say it with an accent <laughs> too, so I understand mm -hmm. it. Okay, so how are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm tired i've been on tour yes so i've seen it's been fun how the mic is we gotta we gotta get you straight uh, i'm just trying to be comfortable okay myself. yeah get All comfortable right. so it has been a fun tour okay. so far um been around the united states been in the dmv atlanta nashville yeah tell me who you are though who is michael oh who am wow. yeah and that's Just my a... brother's name actually okay mm -hmm. so my name is michael scenario or shonariwo as people say i'm from lagos nigeria but mm -hmm. Originally, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So oh, I was wow. born, born, in, born in Atlanta? No, so I was actually born in D.C. Okay. okay. So I was born at Georgetown. Then when I was three, my mom moved to Atlanta, okay. and then I moved to Nigeria. Wow. So my mom made me go live with my grandma. Not like in a bad way. Like okay. My mom just went to go start a new life in Atlanta, mm. so I went to go live with my grandma in Nigeria okay. for two years. Then when I was five, came back to Atlanta. Then I was in Atlanta from five till I was 17. And then 17, I got sent to Nigeria with the whole family, so... <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You got sent back? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I was 50% of the reason we went back and then 50% was my mom. So, like, it was it was like my junior year of high school. I remember, like, I'm just about to start it. And my mom's just like, yeah, you're moving Who's to Nigeria. Nigeria. I'm like, who's we? I'm like, <laughs> we're moving. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going. And then it, it turned into this whole thing where the whole Atlanta actually had to fight for me to stay. Really? And it wasn't until wow. the day of my flight she convinced me because I had a sleepover at my boy's house. Mm -hmm. So all of them were there. They tried to beg for me. She tricked me to now convince me <laughs> on the plane because she started crying. And then... Are you the only child? Not nah, three boys. Three so I'm boys. the oldest of three. Okay. So that was another reason she moved me because at that time I was stubborn. And then got to Nigeria. I was supposed to be there three months. My passport was missing <laughs> by the third month. Missing? My U.S. passport was missing. And then I had to finish high school there until I was 18. Then I even went to the American embassy to say I'm being held against my will because my mom tore my passport. She took it. She's tore it. Oh, my, you are. No, but it was the best decision. Like, oh. to be fair, because I did two years in Nigeria, okay. two and a half. So I did um, high school there, finished high school mm -hmm. there, then one year of college. So after that, I went to England. 
So I was actually okay. supposed to come back to America for college and all that, but my mom was like, yo, why don't you try England? You've never been. Took me there one summer, and I went to this thing called Carnival. There's this thing called mm. Notting Hill Carnival in okay. London. kind of like the Caribbean. If you've ever, all, to all my Caribbean people, <laughs> you understand how Carnival is in your island, right? So imagine London is the same thing, just a crazy-ass party. They took me there. I remember from that day, I said, I'm staying in London. And they love Americans, too. That's mm. the thing. If you're American and you're chilled and laid back, Trust me, they will show you a I good feel like time. I there's a perfect place for Nigerians to go yeah, to. Yeah. Before you come to America, my, America's a shock. I did my undergrad and master's there, and I'll tell you right now, it was the best five years of my life. Really? From America, from Nigeria, England was the best five years, because like I said, there are a lot of Nigerians, mm-hmm. and that's why I said there's a difference. Like, you see how now there's a lot of Nigerians in America, like, and I understand it, because like I said, I grew up here 17 years. Mm-hmm. There's some of us that we've always claimed to be Nigerian. We've always represented since we were kids. But obviously now it's more of a, it's become a popular trend being Nigerian because of the rise of Afrobeats. But Mm -hmm. then that already was happening in the UK for years. Mm -hmm. And even the time I was in uni, that's when Afrobeats really started. That's when WizKid was really starting to pop. David Mm -hmm. O just started to pop when I was in college. So it was like the perfect time. 30. Okay. And I have a baby face. (laughs) Now I'm just curious because you just said all this stuff. I'm like, I'm just curious how old you are. Yeah, I'm 30. Okay. I'm I'm claiming it too now. Like it's well, how, when, when's your birthday? October. October. So you're about to be 31. Yeah. Ooh. So that's I'm on my mature phase of life now. Like, you know, <laughs> the 20s were wild. Um, Do you speak Yoruba? I speak a little bit, but I understand it more. You understand it. So it's like, because right? like I said, I grew up here most of my life. Mm-hmm. And even as I grew up here, I grew up like a Nigerian, but I still was very American because okay. I went to, I was in Atlanta. So like, I was with all the black Americans most of the time. Mm-hmm. But when I was at home, I'm a Nigerian. My mom did this, did that to us too, but she they tricked us. How do you mean? I don't know where the hell they told us we were go, <laughs> going, but we ended up in Nigeria. Oh really? For yeah, two years. Went to school there and everything. When we, I was well now I'm tw- I'm 29. I was like 11. Oh. Then. Mm-hmm. Saying that's why when you said that about your mom, I'm like, my mom didn't steal it. She had our passports. It was no going nowhere. We were but too they, young. But you're lucky. But at least thank God. Like I always tell people, once you've lived in Nigeria at a young age it never leaves you mm-hmm. like there's certain it. foundations I, yeah. that can never leave you but mm-hmm. i'm like imagine you going at 17 18. it's different fuck now i would have been like take i, I would have <laughs> i don't know I, I say that now but yeah when i was younger i didn't have more of a choice so i, I was young so you're more receptive but now i'm so stubborn in my ways i'm so used to what i do yeah you, Ooh, can't, you can't just pull that that wi-fi now. fucking up like messing up or just you know, traffic. I tell, I tell people now that's why I'm everything. so calm right now. Like people think I'm always out. I'm out when it comes to work, mm-hmm. or if it's my part, my event or something. Yes, I'm going to have a good time. It's my party on a normal day, especially <laughs> in America. I like Chilling. to go to the park. I like to walk. First off, there's free Wi-Fi here. Let's just start there. There's 24 <laughs> like, yeah. seven lights. Like you mm-hmm. take you actually. Mm-hmm. Now I realize what, what part of Lagos do you live in? Ikoyi. Ikoyi. Okay. But I tell people. But you know what's funny? Even me saying that, right? People are going to be like, "Oh, Ikoyi, the nice area." But, but I tell people when you have lived in a first world environment, right, and you've seen how the amenities are normally, mm-hmm. and you go there. Even if you live in Ikoyi, you still face Nigeria problems. Mm-hmm. Like, I still face Nepal problems. I still face the country problems. Traffic. I still face traffic. Probably the worst, especially mm-hmm. in Ikoyi sometimes. Like, I face the problems of Nigeria, whereas, like, I grew up in the West where this would be hell if this was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, there could be a national problem if, if happened, some of yeah. the problems that happened there. Like, mm-hmm. I remember there was this, like, obviously, I just came here now. I've been here just a month. So, mm-hmm. to me, this has been, like, a break. So, that's why I'm even 
relaxed before a month ago. I looked stressed. Because, really? I, like I said, Nigeria is so fun, but I say living there is different. That's crazy because when I go to Africa, that's, when I go to Nigeria, it's, it's, it's a vacation for me. It's Away anywhere you go that you don't live in. Live, it's the yeah, same way. Yeah. Some people are saying, I'm tired of America. I'm just like, what are you tired of? Like <laughs> The one of the just, the, it's too much. Working, working, working. So in Lagos, and imagine working, 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 but it's like this. Enough, yeah, yeah, I know. We're going to go on to the next thing. So, because I already know he's going to give you the time. So you have a podcast called Menism. We talked yeah. about it a little bit. but Sh- Shout out to the Menism gang. Shout out, Murray. <laughs> shout out, One Day I See You, my niggas. I love I that. I love that there's a platform. I haven't actually seen a platform for men, like African men. Because the other guy, he's Yoruba too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Probably. I just watched the episode um, where he was assaulted by the police officer. Yeah, that Tell was a boy, very... So that, that was a, I was even shocked about that episode. <laughs> Shout out to him. Shout out to you me. You were looking crazy. Yeah. No, because, because I'm I, not surprised because we both have been... Like, we talk about our police trouble. It's not just us. Everybody has been through some kind of police mm-hmm. trouble. It's normal. That's how scary it is. It's like everybody has a story so but the thing is how deep is your story yeah and you know in nigeria we always joke about this thing say my story past your story in terms <laughs> of like oh i went through something mm-hmm. worse than you but then when you, you said, if yeah. you actually are receptive and actually take it in because if you told that story now for example if Moriba told that story on streets when we're out i'm telling you right now this has been a reaction of guys ah they did it you're kidding i'm on next time just hit him another another and then they bypass yeah. it Mm-hmm. But like I said, because of the podcast, it that it's talk, a pla- yeah. it makes you actually receptive to what either of us is saying. So it's mm-hmm. like even for me now, it's just like what would you damn. have done? Because I know what I would have done, and unfortunately, it would not be good. Because I've been arrested, I've been kidnapped <laughs> by police. So, really? Oh yeah, normal. You see, you see how I said normal? Yeah, I've been more than once. Like, what is that? Y'all only made this segment like, so long. In terms of like machine guns, imagine we're sitting down in. Imagine but I'm saying, did they take you to the cell? Yes. The other times I've just been held in the police car. Luckily, I have my police force and all that. I have my connects, <laughs> my cousins. You know, most times I make it to the car. So mm-hmm. once they do, so once if I get out, like now it hasn't happened recently because I have my connects now and I know how to avoid. But when it was happening a lot, soon they take me out the car, make that first phone call. I beg, how far? <laughs> I know if you talk, so yeah, I beg, they don't arrest me. Where are you doing? Are they lucky? I'll give you my location. Sir, sir? Okay. No, I'm not on the phone, sir. I'm not See, on the phone. I don't even trust Lakey because by the time they even get there, you're No, but then because we have police also okay, and all okay. that, like somebody will come and then, you know. Okay. But there was one time, <laughs> there was one time they got me and I was somewhere where I shouldn't have been. <laughs> it was one girl I was seeing a long time ago. <laughs> And so was the I was leaving. It was on the mainland. Mm-hmm. So I was now driving. I didn't even drive. And I was coming back from the mainland seeing her to go back home. But I took a taxi because I didn't feel like driving to okay. the mainland. But then I left late by 11 o'clock. So in the taxi, I fell asleep. Now, in Nigeria, they say weed is illegal. It's another conversation for another day. But weed is illegal. Really? Mind you, the police, anyways. So I had some <laughs> in my bag, but I forgot to hide it. Mm-hmm. This is how I woke up. I'll never forget. Just in the back seat. Next thing you know, I just wake up with flashing lights in my face. Come out, come out, come out, come out. And I wake up, I'm seeing machine AK-47s in my face. So now like this, I can't even By yourself? I'm myself and the taxi driver were in a dark alley because the guy took an alleyway to try and cut through traffic late at night. So the police were hiding in the corner there. Yo, we there. Police are just there in my face. Get out, get out, get out. Now, I can't panic. Why? Because I've been, th- unfortunately, I've been through this before. Mm. But at the same time, you can never show panic with men. Advice to everybody, that. if you ever come in December and the police <laughs> stop you, be on your coolest vibe. 
because the problem is people always come then some people that at least live abroad that might not know or they feel like oh because Me? i'm abroad and all that oh police you no no i don't say anything i haven't they told me to shut up every time yes yes because mm-hmm. they're also doing it as a test. Correct. But then sometimes they can just be in the bad mood. So that day, they just decided to search me. By the time they searched me, it was too late. They saw the weed. They said, ah, we have one. Pushed me in the car. I sat in the middle right here. It was <laughs> one officer here, one officer there, one in the front seat, taxi driver. Guns like this. Let's go to the station. We entered the Yaba station. By the time I got there, it was in the middle of the street in the gutter. You just see men. You just see women. All these girls that you did on the streets, those there. Police are just smoking and drinking there. Ah, you don't bring one suspect today. I'm like, oh <laughs> my God. Like, how did I put myself in this situation? Damn. So at that point, again, I was lucky. God was looking out for me because... I made a phone call to one of my people. They saw they were calling some people. Then one of the police officers, he listened to me because the rest were just high. And then he was just like, you don't look like a bad boy. I was like, sir, look, Please, see, this is what I do. I'm all, they do other party in Lagos. I do videos like this. I'm going to see, bam. I don't see your video before. That's exactly what he said. I don't see your face really? before. As soon as he said that, I was like, I got him. And from there, he was like, okay, this is what I'll do. I'll talk to the person, but you have to pay money. And that's all they want. That's really you see how I said all that stress will still come down to one thing. How much are you willing to drop depending on the situation you're in? That, that's a, a slippery slope because I've experienced it many times. Because we've been going to, I've been going to Nigeria for the past five years back to back. Okay. So I've seen it. So I don't even know if I should talk about it because it's like it, it's, no, talk about it's so deep. Like I've had so many experiences, it's, and I look like an American. So I'm always a talk about. I'm always in the car with a. a a certified African Nigerian person in that car every time. It's been a couple times I've taken the Uber by myself. Thank God nothing has happened. But definitely, I've been told to come out the car. They've searched bags. What was he doing? What do you mean? The guys are with talking. Oh God, like saying stuff like like how you day like like not, we're not doing anything. We're just going up the street. I just I'm, I sort of God, I'm acting like I'm not even acting scared. I'm more so just first I'm not talking, but it's different because once I get once my feet touch outside of the plane in Nigeria, accent comes and my brothers they hate it. They think it's fake, but it's I've been going so much. But so if I have to, if they talk to me, I'll say it. and I have to say it in a certain accent just so they know that it's not mm. you know I'm pretty and I already look American. But I've had times where you can't even just say I'll give you money from jump. Because if you think they, they know you oh, have yeah, money, no, it's an insult. It's an insult. You can never say you, can hey, never. you want this money. So it's like, what the hell do you want me to do? You don't want me to fight you, but you also don't want me to patronize you. So what do you want? But anyway, so I wanted you to explain before we go into the Lagos to Yankee how you started your podcast and why. Mm hmm. Um, we could get off topic fucking with me. True. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I do that too a lot. <laughs> so I can ramble. So, um,. Yeah, um, at least for me personally, I already had done like some podcasts, some stuff like that um, beforehand, mm-hmm. like in college. That's why I said respect to you and what you have. Like, Thank this you. Is amazing. This is like, if I had that, and it's weird I say that because I have that drive, but it's like discipline. And that's why I'm better with partnerships. Mm-hmm. You know you have to know yourself. Yeah. So it's like, I'm a good creator. Like, I can talk and all, but this functioning, Aww. I did that before. Mm-mm. So I already knew in Nigeria... I was too busy with so much stuff, mm-hmm. so I want to partner with somebody. So it just ha- so happened that one day, who's the producer, like hit me up saying, "Yo, he has a show he wants to do. He knows I talk about stuff already because mm-hmm. I already was doing my stuff on social media, like talking and all that. Like I've done that for years. I've been like, watching you for years. I don't even know oh, how we followed you. each other. I but, really don't. Yeah. I saw your stuff. Like I don't know how I saw your stuff <laughs> again. Actually, because I came, 
I came to America. It's when I last came to America. It's like you happen to be in the DMV. So I remember I'll follow people in the DMV that are Nigerian just in case like I do any of my mm-hmm. parties and all that. So if I ever meet you, it's just like, hey, okay, I've seen your stuff. So I was like, yeah, by the time we came together, he said he had somebody else, which was Muriwa. He said that he saw Muriwa's one was like, Muriwa never was on camera before. But he always talked about stuff on mm-hmm. Twitter, and then obviously when you see me now, he's a pretty boy. He's yellow and all that, so it's I'm just like ah, oh, this boy not was. Yellow. Yeah. I'm weak. <laughs> what? You the, your co-host? Yeah, he's yellow now. He's not yellow. He's yellow. He's not okay. Go I ahead. Call, I, call, I jokingly call him yellow, <laughs> but it's just like okay, he fits the mode. Like okay, pretty boy. Okay, mm-hmm. me, I'm already known you on content perfect, yeah. So it was like it was a good. Like at first we didn't know how it would work out because you see the chemistry is sort of built up. Has it ha- not just sort of was built up obviously now like when we started like it was very odd because it's like two alpha males too in a mm-hmm. way like me I know no streets him is no no streets on his way and especially in Nigeria you don't want guy man guy too much she's like so when you're it's talking kinda, it's yeah. like are you trying to do one or the other are you trying to see who's better mm, but okay. by the time we like just did it organically it's like yo okay I'm trying to figure out who you are you're, trying, you're trying to figure to out who I am correct. and it's not even like and like I said when we do it it's like nobody's outside ego we don't care who anybody is outside we know each other you understand that's like, good even me like I always joke like okay even me that I have my followership but I tell people I don't even care about the whole social media mm-hmm. thing like I take it I care about it in terms of a business standpoint and obviously the fact like, that people fuck with my shit mm-hmm. and I'm, that's the one I'm very grateful for but like the awesome. ego to the ego, no. yeah, I've been I've been known before social media. That's mm-hmm. the thing. So it's normal to me, basically. Okay. okay. So that's good. I love that. I'm gonna watch more and definitely, definitely. gonna be everybody watch menisms. If you Menism. wanna see how Nigerian men think because the reason we also started it was we also were tired of Nigerian women controlling the narrative of Nigerian men. Or let me rephrase that. We are tired of women controlling the narrative of Nigerian men because we know the jokes y'all make about Nigerian men, which is fair as jokes. We're fine with it. Like me, I joke with it. But what I don't like at times and we didn't like was that Mm we never say anything and you just see women creating these narratives the man has never spoken so now it's like you are hearing it from the horse's mouth when we have myself Muiwa, or even guests you ask us a question i've told you with my own mouth this is what it is you see men even saying it so if you now go and say another thing that's That's you again creating that illusion in your head which is what we've started What what have women said about nigerian people nigerian men no, you know, like one of the one of the biggest stereotypes that women have said. That's I mean, not true. it's basically think of it this way. To be, I mean, you know, the basics like oh, Nigerian men are cheating twenty four seven. Nigerian men don't know how to love, like, and it's fair. But then it's like with social media, you're going to pay attention to what's always trending. Mm-hmm. It's like I always said this joke in Lagos. In Lagos, they always say Lagos is Sodom and Gomorrah. You will never find love. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but it's like we never talk of the good relationships that are actually mm-hmm. happening there. Even in the world today or relationships, you're always looking for the. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Nobody's saying it doesn't happen. And I always say this joke. You think we're bad. Okay, you think we don't hear about black American men and what's yeah. happening, or white men, yeah. or something that's happening. Or I love man. my Nigerian men. That's why I asked. I, I asked because I prefer Nigerian men over American men. So I didn't know that women were talking shit about Nigerian men like that. I mean, it's it was, like I said, it's just a trend. Trend, okay. That I said, some people I know is jokes. Then you have them people that take it as real. And even us, we're not here to defend every man and say, hey, if you don't like us, like we don't care. We're actually mm-hmm. just speaking our minds, but we are also trying to show a perspective or a side of guys. Cause a lot of Nigerian men don't talk. We're not taught. We're not raised to talk. We're not ready to speak about our emotions. We're not mm-hmm. raised to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's not unless you have a girlfriend that you're vulnerable with her, but for you to be able to talk out on platforms and stuff now, like it's like, okay, why not? Yeah. Like me, I have nothing to say. Any I like, like you guys. I would tell y'all go far. Cause I'm look, I feel like everybody and I, I'm, I'm hopefully, 
not in that stereotype of anybody with a mic and just talk. But I actually like your podcast, and I feel like it, it, it will keep you guys interested and you guys will actually learn. So lastly, well, actually, two things. So Legacy Yankee, because I thought today was supposed to be a day. I was actually excited, but I, uh, clearly. No, ha- I had to postpone it because I'm sick. I'm not going to lie to Aww, you. what's wrong? I'm just my voice. Like, just you see my voice? Tired. With back-to-back, all those cities I mentioned mm-hmm. was like in a week and a half. And like I said, if people know the origin of it, it was like a rush tour, but it was still a tour because I was supposed to regi- originally do it with a group. Yeah, And I then that, when the that the thing happened, disclaimer. like all that happened. What happened? Oh, yeah, what happened? No, I can talk about it. I have okay. no shit. Go ahead, I, I want it's very simple. I want so the I started the tour. Okay. Go Robin. ahead, go ahead. All right, so in November, in October last year, I came for my 30th birthday to America. Like, I came to rest. And then, obviously, I'd been blowing up on TikTok, but I'd never been, I hadn't been back to America in three years. Mm-hmm. So when I came, I was like, you know what? Let me do, let me go out. Like, somebody took me out. They took me out for my birthday to St. Eve's. Mm-hmm. So that was my first time there. I just see how many Nigerians are there. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Nigerians are going out like this? Like, yo. Yep. And But at the same time, I remember that day, everybody would be coming to me. Yo, I know you. I know you. Oh, I watch your stuff. I know you. I'm like, oh, wow. the fuck? And mind you, I've not been to America in three years. Mm. So I'm seeing all these Nigerian Americans know me. Even in the party, everybody's like, yo, this is. So in my head, I'm like, yo, you do all the parties in Lagos. And everybody comes with everybody, even in December comes. Why not try parties here? here okay. Yeah. So what I did was the group Nigerian Nation Now, they're a page that repost a lot of TikToks, mm-hmm. like Nigerian African-based content. And they used to repost all my TikToks. So I'm just like, ah, okay, this page at least will have all the followers of everybody that watches me. Make we partner and make money. Like exactly. and to me, like I do business very simple. It's like let's say the number straight up and then boom, let's get to work. Like I don't have time for all the bullshit. Like, cause money's too, there's too much money in the world. Uh, th- you understand? Like, if part, people yeah. really think about it, there's too much money in the world. Like, I make money from different things. So, this one thing that I think is making us money. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's other stuff that we can, can be doing. Money. So, mm-hmm. long story short, put that tour together in two weeks. So, that first one you all saw in November where we did um, Houston, Los Angeles, Atlanta, DMV. Put that together in two weeks. Sold out three out of the four cities. Over 400 people in every city, except for Houston. Houston was the first one. That probably had like 200 people and that was the smallest. But... First time in America did it. We sold out. Boom. So long story short, we're supposed to do it again this year. So I've been planning it. So they had done the tour while I was gone. But obviously, I'm doing my stuff in Nigeria because I still do all the events. I do events in Nigeria. I do the biggest beach party there. I do other stuff. So it's like when we came, we're supposed to do it. The day I land, all of a sudden, I'm hearing, oh, they want to change the numbers from 50-50 to 80-20. I said, how? I said, who said that? I said, oh, it's the higher ups. I said, which fucking higher ups? Like my business is with you. Come to find out, we have a meeting that same evening. The higher ups is his mother and his sister. <laughs> so at that point, now I'm just like, no, nah, that's you got why me. I do contracts. No, so contracts. the funny, so you know what's funny? That was what? what? How are you so, so what's funny? The contract. So we were going to actually do the contract at the first event when we all meet in Columbus, because obviously we all hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. So even this tour that we're putting together in a month, like we already had sets with the parameters, like I've been planning. So we're going to do the contract when we all see in person. You understand? Because mm-hmm. We can do it virtually most times, but this time I was like, make me see and understand some stuff. So it's like, even when you say your mom's involved, I'm like, hold on. If this was you, I can understand the fight. But Why am I fighting your mom? So eventually, me and his mom start fighting on the phone, and I'm about to start cussing this woman out, but I can't because me, yeah, I have a mother too. And at the point that I'm about to cuss her out, I just go straight to the facts. I'm like, look, very simple. I came up with it. Either we're doing this thing 50-50 or I'm suing you for everything. 
American way. Because me, I'm like, oh, I'm in America, bet. I'll sue <laughs> you for everything. Two, I'll call every Nigerian African promoter. And tell Trust them. me. And they know me. That's the beauty about it because of TikTok. And even just my stuff I do in Nigeria. So by the time I told her that, they tried to offer me like $3,000 straight up. They're just like, okay, we'll pay you three k but you signed a contract. I'm like, the fuck not? Like, now I signed the contract. I can make that in one party, really and truly. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, if I really do that. making money. But that, that, that wouldn't have been for one No, event. no, no. That that's if that's I do my own parties. No, hosting is... The, I still get paid for it, but that's if you do your own party. <laughs> that's if... I beg, please. It's not if you, I'm not charging... Not, I mean, let me just say, yes, so if you want to pay me that much to host, actually take it back, yes. But what I'm saying is like, if you do your own event, basically, mm-hmm. you can make that. So it's like, yeah. you offering me that as the contract to keep quiet. Nah. I have my integrity, I'll hold. And that's when I now told the story like, hey, this is what happened, but we're going to do another tour in two weeks, 10 cities. Mm-hmm. Well, I've done I've done six cities now, but I've planned at least ten cities good to job. go to. Thank That's you, good. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So it's like now, even like like I said, by this weekend it was like, okay, I am exhausted. Like, so yeah. But then it's like we also strategically were like, you know what? Instead of just rushing the city, city like hosting stuff, let's actually plan some parties. Like we'll do about four parties in August. Okay. So those four parties will be the big ones. So I have definitely one in the DMV. Have one in Houston, Phoenix. We're finalizing today. Okay. TikTok, we just get back, got back from break. He would like to be paid. He has over Hello, 200K. TikTok. I hope this clip, you can definitely edit this clip and put it in <laughs> saying to the people of TikTok, I feel like it's time we have some business talks <laughs> because I'm going more viral than some of your celebs there on TikTok. And somehow, because I'm an African content creator, I can't get paid. It's bullshit. I'm moving. Because African for real? It's because I'm in Nigeria. Before I couldn't monetize oh. it, but guess what? Most of my followers are in America. Seventy percent of my seventy percent of my followers are in America. That's why I told you I can come so and do it. So it's because the actual like you know how you put your information. I'm, I practice. tried to do it. I'm in Nigeria. Ah, damn. I mean now I'm in America, so I can you know switch it and all that. But mm-hmm. it might, that's just one month in. But why can't you just use the, the, the American address the whole time? All right, y'all. So y'all already know what time it is. It's time to pick your poison. Um, ask my guests what's their favorite liqueur drink, and he said Martell, which y'all I have never. It was between that and Jameson. Disclaimer for the people in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> for the people in Nigeria that see this war, I am not promoting any brand. Now waiting, she they give me a drink. Yes, that's I, I don't it. know the name. She comes saying name. I don't know. Yeah, I have to say the name because that's the that's literally. I the just part. realized, just in case you have American followers, they might have not understood what I just said. Yeah. Because you know I'm speaking broken English very yeah. comfortably. So he's pretty much saying that he's not he's endorsing not nobody. Endorsing, the I endorsing nobody until you give me a check. Pretty much, okay. But so I already said the name. We have the drink, and I've never had it before. So actually, I sort of I was at never, the, wow. I've never had it. I was at the, well, at least not that I've known of, unless they a bartender was mixing something. What do you What do you usually drink? Dark, so I like um crown royal. People women um, like drinking dark liquor. Any, that. if it's light, it has to be mixed. Yeah. You didn't hear what I just said, did Say you? evil woman. Like always drink dark liquor. I've noticed. You think that. so? Yeah, my mom you loves. Don't drink, you she guys loves don't her drink honey light. and coke. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I call myself a hybrid because I was born here. Spent most you're of my life still evil. here. I'm still evil for sure. Running through people don't realize no matter but where I mean, you're born, you're if, as long as the blood unless is the in liquor, you, but the it blood has nothing, is it has nothing to do with my ethnicity. I just don't like the taste. I don't like it, it unless the the white liquor has some type of taste to it. It's like I'm just drinking gasoline or something, or alcohol. Like literally, I don't like it. You know, I do makeup and all that thing, so I actually know how alcohol tastes, and it's pretty much the same damn thing. So that's why. So we're gonna take a shot. So this this set part of this um uh podcast the episode is where I like to toast. I'm actually gonna give it to you because this is my last one. So this is where we toast to anything. 
um, oh, that you have in mind. Congratulations to another season. Okay, uh, thank you. This is not easy, so. It's not. Um, I'm going to give a toast to the Lagos to Yankee Tour. Shout out to Lagos. To my people back home in Lagos <laughs> that have been supporting me on this tour that work with me and are my people. This one's for you. And um, yeah, to a new season of your podcast when it starts. Thank you. And thank you for coming on. Um, let me see. Mm. <laughs> this is definitely. Oh, this is oh, it's not that bad. Oh, at first and it was smooth. <laughs> Don't mix it. Too yeah, I have to mix it. I wanted to try it without the mix because I want to know what it tastes like. But Fair. it gives me Nigeria because you know if, if anybody knows like when you go to Nigeria, the liquor is not the like it's this like you might have a henny bottle, but the henny is completely different. You know what? And I was telling somebody this like I've been getting way more lit here, and it's not even like. I'm trying to, you understand? Mm-hmm. I'm not like, when I say getting way more, it's not like I'm drinking even. I'm drinking less even, but, but it's, the alcohol hitting a bit quicker. Alcohol, I'm like, yeah. whoa. I'm like, I just had two cups. Like, this this is my standard in Lagos, you understand? But it's like, ah, okay. Yep, because when we go to Nigeria, we have to drink more. I'm like literally drinking a whole bottle. We can't even believe we just drank yes. a whole bottle. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, thank you for that toast. You're the first person who actually give it to. I've been giving my own toast this whole season so oh, fair enough. yeah Thank that was you. a good toast so now to the next you know what time it is i'm going to pick from this bot i mean this bowl okay so it's a motivational quote okay says and if if it's something we don't want to do we can always switch it out okay um always be the first to rate always be the first rate version of yourself instead of second rate version of someone else Judy Garland. See that that was a good easy name, y'all. Okay, did you need me to read it again? You got it. Always be the first first rate version. I don't know why it says first rate, but first rate version of yourself okay. instead of the second rate. Pretty much. Okay. So what I think it means is that um, you're better off. Well, I <clears throat> I think you're better off being yourself. It's less energy to try to be someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no other you. You're unique. So you're better off being you with all your mistakes, all your flaws, all the good things, all the bad things, everything. Everything about you should just, that should be what you present before or even at all you present being someone else. You can have other people that influence you, but trying to mimic someone else is a fail. It's not going to happen. It's not it's a waste of time. I, I was thinking, thinking of what, what like, evil thing I could say, but I don't even want to fuck them up today. But, no, seriously, that's what I think it means. So, what I, do you think I it means? I agree. Same thing. I just feel like be yourself no matter where you're going. Be your authentic self in terms of don't be afraid to be yourself. Even me, I have to tell myself that a lot of times, you mm-hmm. know. Even now, I just, I've always been myself, but like I say, like, as much as you do certain things, like, even now, like, being more in, like, the, the social media space, the- limelight is like when you go outside, it's like still remember. That's why I always tell mm-hmm. myself, like, I know who the hell I am. Like, I'm not going to change that. So I'm not going to front. I'm not going to act like this is me. And it's very hard to do that, especially Correct. in your environment. So I know, like, a place like Lagos, it's hard. <laughs> because, like I said, you are judged more. Like, I feel more free. I always tell people I feel more free in America because, like, really? way more free. I don't give a what's. Yeah. <laughs> no, because really? I mean, and it's, imagine I, Nigeria is like imagine dealing with your aunts and uncles twenty four seven in Nigeria. Like everybody has a fucking opinion. Like it's annoying Niger- sometimes. Yeah. So it's like you have to. So unless when you're strong minded, you don't care. But. <laughs> 
like, I know that's not me. Okay, no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> Look, no, so like, I know in Nigeria. So I know like in Nigeria now, like you say you don't care, but then you're still human where you notice the things. Like I can tweet, like for example, I'm not near anybody, so I can tweet, make a video, do something that I'm not going to see all the people that comment on it right beside me. In Lagos, on the other hand, I can make a video, tweet something. If it goes viral, I'm going out and I'm seeing all the people I know. Everybody saying, I've seen a video, I've seen a video, I've seen a video. Mm. Seen a video. And it's like, it's fine. Like, Is I'm, it about the, like... I'm used to it. Now, no, not even just that. It's just like, outside, okay, let's, that's just me talking on a social media level. So even before that, okay, let's talk about before I even did social media, right? Mm-hmm. I was already popular. I was already known why, because I already do most of the parties. And even just from that, I've always just been a popular guy wherever I've been. Like, people just know me for whatever I've done, like, mm-hmm. whether it's sports, because I used to be an athlete at one point. So what people, sport? So I played American football, and I played basketball, and I ran track. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I did that in England. So people knew me because I was an athlete, then started doing the parties. Then, again, people I grew up with. Mm -hmm. So I've always been popular, but then obviously now it's even more because Mm -hmm. of stuff. So in Lagos, even before that, Lagos is the kind of place where sometimes, like, you can't feel like your authentic self because even the way you're brought up in in Nigeria, Nigeria doesn't teach you to be your authentic Mm -hmm. self. Your parents sometimes don't let you be your authentic self because you know we have all these unwritten rules in the nigerian household so by the time you are starting to be your authentic self it's like ah outcast it's yeah. like it's like yeah. when you're not being an outcast you're just being yourself you know it's like even how i said like there's differences you can tell the differences between africans or nigerians and diaspora between home because there's a certain level of freedom you guys have like for example perfect example you <laughs> look at you now you got tattoos Yes. Girls in Nigeria have tattoos, but you, I'm sure you understand what I mean by in Nigeria, they'll see a girl with tattoos and have more comments or reservations like, ah, why tattoo, ah, why, why are you? Uh, why oh, they do it here too, though. But I, I mean, mean they, but America is normal. It's like, yeah. more, I see women with tattoos here. Even. That shit just happened to me at the gym. Literally goes gym and the man literally said, like, he said, you're so beautiful. African, like, he found out I was Nigerian. And then literally, I don't know what he saw on me. He was like, oh, why you have tattoo all over here? I said, see. But see, that's an African, that but see, it's a stupid backwards African mentality where it's just like, again, as human beings, we can do what we like. Like, it's just African reservations that have that, oh, she has a tattoo. So that's why I said, like, a lot of it is just olden <laughs> uh, mindsets, olden yeah. mentalities, like, even our new generation life. And that's why, that's why I said social media is also, weird. like, I was doing this talk recently with um, a panel, and we're talking about how, like, content is really is so important because of the narratives it creates Mm -hmm. and i was like hopefully our generation we're starting to create new narratives with social media about what africans are what nigerians are because a lot of it is still the olden african stuff even people now our age will still talk about the olden stuff but it's like you got young people like us that are still there living our lives like there are people that have tattoos that have dreadlocks that that live in nigeria every single day but nobody talks about us there. Mm. You know, nobody says our story is there. You get what I'm saying? So, I would have liked to be on your podcast one day. I'm planning on coming there. And we have uh, women on it. We've, we've had women, and it's been the best. Funny enough, when we have women on there, it's always like lit, mo- lit because we like women, but we always we always try not to bring too many. Because we don't want medicine. it to be mm. exactly. So it's like, we want you we want you guys to be like the guests only. Yeah, exactly. When you guys, I'm here for it. But I'm when, you when know, next are you coming to Nigeria? December is when I'm planning to. So not only the podcast, but I've never. Well, other than when I lived in Nigeria, other than that, in my adult years, I haven't been in Nigeria in December. So when last were you there? Last year. But it wasn't December. No. Okay. It was just before. We always leave like before 
Or Do you guys go to the village? Yes, we went to the village this yeah. time. I've always said I want to go to the evil village one day, but they won't allow me. Why? <laughs> it's family. It's just, again, I'm your. You have to, yeah. You no, have things. To. I have friends that they have come for. They have their squads. They'll be well, fine. I'll take you the next time I, if I go. You see, again, it can start like that, but my family, they are just like, again, even me, I just left Lagos for the first time, like. A few last year to go to Abuja, and that was my first time ever leaving Lagos. In terms, of, I've been in Nigeria since I was seventeen, but I've never left Lagos. So even that Abuja was a start. So like to now go to. Are you you still stay with your parents? I stay with my mom. Yeah. Mom, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So we so think she's like, why? Okay. No, 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 not like that. No, not that that kind of protective. Role. No, like, no, no, no. So the thing is like, <laughs> no, no. So I even need to explain it too for people to understand because I know there's the Americans. So are you still with your mom? No, no, not like that. Nah. So I have my space in the house because we yes. have a house in Nikoi. Mm-hmm. So even like the areas you stay in, see how I stay in Nikoi. So instead of me to go and buy my own place in Lekki where there's traffic, where there's bills, I'll be playing. Mm-hmm. Right in the prime area in Nikoi. Plus I'm never home because yeah, of my work and events. And so I have my space in the house, like a floor that's my space. So that's where yeah, I stay. But then most times, like you see now, I'm traveling. That was nothing wrong with being with your mom. I was just trying no, to understand. So, oh, fair, because fair. Of course, when you're leaving and everything, no, because you know, sort, I was worried. I was worried. You know, know, you know, some people say Nigerian men and their mother. I'm like, ooh, ooh, we have oh. two separate lives. But <laughs> the only time family comes involved is obviously in Nigeria when it's like extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I say I'm going to again, Anambra, none of us are able. What are you what looking you for? There, <laughs> you yeah. understand? Mm-hmm. So, the whole family would just be like, Yeah, going to Anambra, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. who do you know there at least? Why are you going? Even if I was to go to like Ogun State now, mm-hmm. that's my home state, mm-hmm. it would be like, Okay, Why? can we at least provide security? Because mm-hmm. Nigeria yeah, is not safe, no Nigeria is no not joke. safe now. Like, you, I'm sure you it's understand, no like, <laughs> they be kidnapping for real, for real. Uh huh. That's why sometimes we're gonna get into the next segment, but that's why sometimes when people say all this, I know I'm not diminishing what anyone's going through in America and like more up to date countries and states and all that other stuff. But when you get kidnapped in Nigeria, they're talking. See, I tell people I am blessed. In fact, you know what? When you even mention that now, I think I am blessed. I have my family, you know, because before I used to be like, I do everything because I do everything myself. Like my business, everything's myself, but. I know who my family is, like, behind the scenes, like, mm-hmm. if anything. So, I'm grateful for them. Like, I love my family. But, obviously, I've just been building my own name. Mm-hmm. But in Nigeria, Nigeria is where your family name matters. So if you like, be doing bad guys. <laughs> I, I had to even humble myself because yeah. for the last two years, I made sure I did everything myself that nobody can tie it to my family. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, but now, I've now understood as an adult and where I am now is that I'm a, drop your ego. Better use that family connect in a place mm-hmm. like Nigeria because... It's more connections that get you further and mm-hmm. I also keep you safe. Like if I wasn't if I wasn't if I didn't have family, like I said, those police situations would have been left. It would have been left. Mm. If I didn't have family, there's some like you understand, there's some situations or positions I might not be in, you understand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm building stuff for myself that now people know me for who I am. Like now if I go on streets, like I'm good. Yeah. You understand? The family's more of a bonus now. I love that. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna take my. That was so Nigerian. I'm just like, no, it was Nigerian when I see you put it on the. Are you gonna give it to me now? Come on. I'm weak. Alright, you guys. So he's about to take a question. I'm a little lit. So you thought it was one. He thought it was two questions. Okay. So ever have you ever accidentally hit something or someone with your car? Um. (laughs) No. Have you ever uh, hit a car? My car has been hit more times than I've hit somebody. Like, I'm telling you, my car has been parked and they've hit it in front of my house. In Nigeria. 
I you just, I'll be, I remember twice, I'll be sleeping in my room. Ogamayawa. They don't hit your card. Now, the thing is, all the gates men on my road, I know every single one of them because since I've lived there, like, I used to, like, go work out outside or play ball with some mm-hmm. of them. So, to now, like, they're my guys. Like, if there's some issues now, like, I, there's one time there was a fight between some of them. I had to, like, run out, go and hold them like they're my guys. So, but anytime somebody has hit my car, they they you. held the guy. In fact, one oh. of them tried to run. They held the guy. Oh, more they don't hit your car. <laughs> I came out. My car is parked. I see somebody has hit the back bumper. It's just damaged. The light is gone and all that. And I'm just looking like, I can do the Lagos thing. I get angry right now. And that's the thing. A lot of times I have to now be the mature one, especially like amongst like my peers. Sometimes like everybody is, everybody get anger for Lagos. You understand? Because it's a rough, it's a hard place. You understand? You're going through the stress of Nigeria. People are kind. The thing is, Nigerians are naturally kind, fun people. But unfortunately, the environment we're in and the situation your patience goes out the damn window. So I sometimes now have to, especially like if I'm the one bringing everybody together or something, like mm-hmm. I have to be that voice of reason. So even now, situations, I have to use my quote-unquote, <laughs> I like to joke and say Western mind, to say in a situation like that, I can now vex like a Lagosian and get angry. I want to fight. So what do you do? Because I don't usually have insurance. I let him go. I let him go. I pay oh, for Lord. it. Most uh, unless it's stupid now, if you are stupid, you are paying. But most times, stuff like that. What if had, they don't have money. That's the thing. They as again. They, that's hap- the first time it happened. There was one guy. He was like, "Oh, <clears> please, I'll pay." He was begging. Eventually, we held him for a bit. And I was like, "Let him go." The second one was a taxi driver that you knew didn't have the money. He was begging, and me, I'm like, "It's not going to do my you ego anything." Like three rides for the next. It's no. It's not going to do my ego. I don't think you understand how much poverty. I mean, I'm sure you know. When I say, I, I tell know, people that like, the poverty there in Nigeria is stupid, like. There's so much wealth in Nigeria. There's so much money, but there's too much poverty. It is all around you. That's why I said, even in the Ekoi you stay, you are still going to see the poverty right inside your gates, right mm-hmm. outside your gates. So that's why I tell people, like, it doesn't matter where I stay because there's poverty in front of me. Compared to America now, like, there's a difference. You go see I'm in America in certain areas compared to you can live in nice areas, good neighborhoods mm-hmm. that you're like you're not seeing it. In Nigeria, is in front of you everywhere. You don't, park, you you don't have, have a compound? You don't park inside? There's no space. Oh, shit. There's space. Like, there's space in my compound, but the thing is, like, my car's low because uh, the Honda, mm-hmm. so it's low. So, you don't want so I, if I raise it up, like, sometimes it scratches the top, so I like I parking it outside in front. So yeah, but it's all around. You. It's all around you, to be honest. So it- I've hit a car before, um, by the CVS. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm using. I'm. I've slowed down. The thing in America. I ain't gonna lie. In America, if I hit somebody's car, God bro, I don't me. even know I'm what running. the hell I did. I hit that joint and it moved. It moved. You know when you're. You know. You know how parking lots are. Like you have this car, then this car. You guys have yeah. face. I I moved the car. I- <laughs> I moved it out of the spot, and I don't know what I was. I don't know if I was. It was daytime. Mm. All I remember is I just left. <laughs> I left. See, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say in America because of this whole insurance, all that. I'm running but you if know I what's hit crazy? your car. Almost a year later, they, found you. they sent me a, a something in the mail. I don't remember what, but I just didn't act like I saw. It. I act like I didn't see it. But it came. It, it, it they sent me something in the mail saying. Like pretty much like you know how you get uh, they take photos of your car if you, if you pass up if you uh, drive past a light yeah they had a like it's like the camera had a picture of my car 
and pretty much I don't even know what the this is now it's been like three years but yeah I hit a car and I, that's the only that's the only reason I remember it because see that's the thing about America that it, scares me the accountability had, the accountability they had yeah. everywhere in Lagos see you can that's the thing God forbid <laughs> I reject you can get away with mer- well. Yeah. The police force can still find you in Nigeria, but there are some things you can do in Nigeria nobody will know. I'm telling you right now, I've seen it That's with my the good own eyes. I have though. seen it with my own eyes. But here in this America, God forbid, one camera or something, a uh, sir, we exactly. saw you on this day. And mm-mm. Yep, they stamped it, everything. I say, well, they're going to have to. I catch know there's some days in like I'm happy I have Nigerian policemen <laughs> that I can talk to and just say, bro, make you just take this thing. Yeah, okay. Let's talk a bit, man or man. Eh? Make you talk. <laughs> In America, I can't imagine talking to police officers, sir. Like, sir, no. Can we it's talk? According to the law. Can we? According to the here's law. A, here's $100. Here's $100. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I'm like, in America, I'm like, if I offer you $100, I'll be, why would you yeah, take it? But no. in America, ah. Uh, Some people, it depends, but that's because they, they feel like they're being set up. If they do that shit. If I offer, and $100 if you, compared to their job, would they just train Okay, what for? about 500 I'll take it. <laughs> if you're a police officer, it. you're trying to stop somebody for worst case. Let's say broken tail lights. They now say, officer, I apologize. That's here's, here's 500. Can I just go? No tickets. I don't want my name just written down in anything. Or... Exactly. But if exactly. I pay the ticket, don't I get like a court? Uh, oh, something yeah, yeah, yeah. You in, might get a point. in a document or something? You hey, might get a point. Just take the 500 <laughs> officer. Officer, just take that 500. You think you want. <laughs> I'm weak as hell. Okay, you can pick another question. Okay. So we're gonna pick a couple until I know you gotta hold that mic. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I don't okay, know what's now, yeah. I don't sorry. know what's going. That's emotional. All right. <laughs> if I okay, if I get caught okay, if I get caught cheating on you, that means I don't love you. Question mark. Don't you act like you don't. What are you trying to sing the song? I like the song. I, you know what's funny? I love that song. I like, not even for the. It was just catchy. Like, not even for the content. Like, the thing is, there was a stage a long time ago that, um, not even that the cheating hey, well, part. I don't know why your, your the whole voice just lowered. Like, you're because it was to... a long time ago. Like I said, there was a phase. There you don't want to Not even that I was even We're cheating. Not even that I was cheating. Okay. I was just on streets. Like, there was a phase. Like, I was on okay. streets. Like, proudly. But I understand this. <laughs> It's not right, but I understand what he meant. But the question is, if you get caught cheating, so let me see. If you get caught cheat, if if I get caught cheating on you, that means I don't love you. Mm. Listen. (laughs) Wait, no, no, seriously, seriously, seriously. Because you have a men's podcast, so you know what type of time this is. No, no. So, but seriously, now. No, seriously, because we, okay, when you read it, I see what it's, it's, it's not, it's, we're not being so technical. You I was can trying still... so hard to hold that drink. <laughs> trying to no, kill yourself. No, you're actually bringing my podcast into it. Say, you yes, have the best podcast. You have a podcast. No. That's how narrative is today, created. Today. No. Now, no. now, no comments. we're not being literal. No we comment. already know you might have feelings. It's not to say you don't love the person. But seriously, if you cheat on someone. No comment. <laughs> Really? I'm joking. Um, yeah, just don't even do it at all. But <laughs> um, don't yeah, don't get caught. Don't get caught. Like, don't even do it. But, but don't. But doesn't that okay? Seriously, if you like, say, I un- I understand. Say, okay, okay, if we're being if we're being hypothetical. Okay. I understand it because it's true. Because <laughs> okay, thank there's you. some things you will not do. It. It's like okay, even if you're even let's start even from talking stage. 
Okay. Even during the talking stage, I'm telling you, my girls ain't seeing each other. They don't know each other. Like hell, they... no. Good. I'm I mean, not one of them. That, no, 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 no. We don't. We don't cross paths. You might not, but they might. You're, you're just a celebrity. They might cross paths, but they won't us. know. Okay. They won't know. I'm t- if I had to deny something. Hey. See, ladies. See, it's not about ladies. No, you see? Say, but you see the situation I said it. Talking stage. So it starts from little shop. So even what you said, you're right. But even if you want to start from the early talking <laughs> stage, for me, I can only speak for me, even from early talking stage, my girls, they can be in the same party. But it's, so. this, 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 this not talking stage. This says cheating. You can't cheat if you're talking. But this then, is relationship. But it starts from little stuff like that. And then it builds up in relationship. Yeah, that one, you really don't care if they catch you. You don't care. So me, I'm just telling you, like, even from the talking stage, I don't even let my girls see each other. So imagine relationship, but like, even I'm not even saying you should be there. I'm just saying hypothetically. <laughs> see, you see, I've been on a podcast before. Yo, I know how this works. What? It's not me. No. You see, you see, hypothetical. This is what happens when you're trying to deflect the truth. No, I've said you can't the, even answer the I've question, said y'all. the answer. Like, no, because mm, I've said the answer. Like, it starts <laughs> from the little things. Okay, so you if I if I if I'm cheat, I've said we've actually reserved some of these questions. So I'm sticking I'm sticking to what I said. If I cheat on you and we're supposed to be a relationship, I don't love you. There's no way I could love you Fair enough, because what? And that's why I said don't do it at all. But that's <laughs> why I said you are saying if you want an answer. That's why I said there's a difference. But you you know you said the truth before you said no. <laughs> no. That, <laughs> Let's just you see, this is how people get in trouble now. Are you dating right now? I'm dating. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. No, 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 no. The thing is, like, for me now, like, I'm more calm now. Okay. My dating life, like, you know, I'm going to chill. I'm going to just chill and all that. Not like before. It's like, if I say I'm dating, I'm like, hot boy summer. Uh huh. Yeah, we don't do hot boy summer. We had a good run. We had a good run. But then we got more mature and. Like I said, it's no point just... I, I personally, I'm not the one, like, I don't want to be selling dreams to, like, hey, 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 hey. First off, I'm not going to do that to you anymore. No, it ain't, it ain't going to work. Yeah, because you might as well just break up with her. If you want to cheat, no, I mean the, yeah, just and then, let go. And even, like, I did long distance before for a while. Yeah. I can't do that shit. I don't know I did how it for you guys do years. it. Woo! Yeah, I ain't doing that shit no more. <laughs> strong, I ain't doing that Ooh, shit no more. you strong. But that, he technically probably wasn't really even... Okay, huh? next question. Because you said three years, but it wasn't like you were just one woman, one man. Like, no. It was. The only time, I've talked about this before, the only time was when we were on a break for a while. And during that break, so was I the, was What was the seen... break, three years? No, no. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. next What's question. Go ahead, ask your question. Okay, so my question is, do you stay with your spouse and build with them or wait till they're done building to be with them? Yeah, I'm mad if you wait till I'm done. <laughs> I'll tell you right now to all the women, because this is another thing I had an issue with with mm, some of the girls yeah, I, I was dating, the evil girls before. Ooh. Nobody's saying they the broke nigga, <laughs> understandably. However, if that broke nigga has a plan and is working towards that I plan feel, well, and the like results we, are showing in that plan and he's not asking you for anything. Look like results. I feel like nowadays, I feel like nowadays, honestly, back then it used to be like that, like, Women wouldn't stay with men if they didn't have a plan or if they were broke or whatever the case is. Even if they had a plan, if you were broke, I'm not staying. But now, I feel, you listen to me, I feel like women are more like receptive to being with a man with a plan, even though he doesn't have money. 
but men are not. Men have now switched it over to now. If the woman doesn't have everything together, no, if she no, doesn't no, look, no, no, that's stupid. Like for me, well, I, it's I, stupid, but is it no, true? When I say so, like I understand. So I like doing perspective. For me now, I don't want to date a girl that just sees. What are you doing for me? That's it. So like, that, that there's, you there's have no to plan. There's like there's when I say there's no plan, it's like and that's what I'm dudes saying. understand I'm what saying I mean that, when I say this. I'm like, saying that that as a woman, even a woman with a plan, a man now wants a woman who is finished. Oh no, no, no. I don't need a woman that's finished. You no, not no, no. we're talking about men menism as in I mean, the it's congregation. Not it. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's more I ain't gonna lie, I've been dating because before there was a period a long time ago. Um that I was dating women that they got it. I was still building my shit. And it was motivational in a way because yeah. I said I don't ask. I'm not asking you for anything. What's your own, my own? Like me, I have male pride. Call it male pride. That's unless you see my male pride, especially as a Yoruba man, is I cannot ask you for money. I can never ask a woman for money. Like even if I'm dying, <laughs> and even if I'm dying, I will make you sign a contract first. Before. So I can protect my pride to know that whoa, okay, you put the contract. Now that you gave me the money, then later I gave him money. Mm-hmm. Ah, no, no, no. Can't See, say the Uram is too strong. <laughs> so there's that. But then I've dated women that probably and because that's the thing, a lot of women are making money. Even all these young women, like they're hustling. So for me, I had to swallow my pride at one point to understand how women operate. Women are more mature than men in a younger phase because you know it's just natural genetics. Like in my twenties, like. I'm still ha, 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 ha. Some girls are already ha, ha, ha. And it was like this last three years that I started seeing that difference of some girls on their hustle. She they have four businesses, five businesses. You're like, what the fuck? I thought you just do instant <laughs> shit. Like, you get what I'm yeah. saying? But it's like, they want their own money too. However, in having their own money, they would not mind or they would like if a man that they like takes care of them. Fair. So it's the same way for me. Know. It's like, I would like it to have money. It sounds good because... Well, and it's your perspective. No, I'm and not as I said, for me now, like again, like me now, obviously, I'm working hard that I'm comfortable for myself mm-hmm. and those around me in terms of my family. Like I can take care of my family. Good. The woman I'm dating, or any woman in my life, like you are good. You understand? You don't have to worry. But obviously, at the stage I'm in, I'm good still. Like I can do what I need to, but I can't do certain things. Like I'm not about to go and buy you. So a what if you right now in your in 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 the air, the space you are now? I want to know if I should add. No, I'm not going to add anything. You Where you are now, popping, Instagram, Twitter, everything. So you have your thing going. Money is steady. There's a woman that doesn't have what you have in mm-hmm. the sense that she might be living, she may have a roommate or live with her parents, but she has a plan. But she's, she can't, she's not where you are at all. That's fine. As long as you have a plan, like, and that's why I said depends on what the situation is like. Again, any girl I did. And will you will you be the type to like want to see the plan? Like you no, say you have a plan. No, show no, me, no, like, no, no, no. I think that's an American. What so I've like- noticed, I can't lie. That's why I said it's an American thing. Because in America, since I've been here, all these ones have been here. Yes, I have a plan. <laughs> what job do you do? I'm like some of Jesus Christ, yeah. like. Oh, I feel like Americans move faster. Nigerian, Nigerian is yeah, slower. Nigerian, so so who are you finding that? The, girl, is she, is the fact that the girl says she has a plan, I could trust her. No <laughs> one. Any babe that says she has a plan, at least if I see it, I trust you. You understand? Mm-hmm. My own is just as a guy, like, it depends on what you are relying from me right now. Like If you're relying on me to pay your rent and do this right now and all that, it's like, hold on. Are we even serious? That mm-hmm. why, for, why? Why? 
Like, you know, in America, there's also, like, I ain't just paying no so girl's rent her? unless we, like, serious. Yeah. It's not even about plan. Well, would you pay her nails and her hair and things like that sort? Yeah. I mean, well, to be fair. No, do you know why I said, you know I said, yeah, you know I said, yeah. Because in legal, <laughs> wait, let me explain why. In Lagos, yeah, pick your nails, pick your hair. Yeah, no problem. She, if you need to. Useless. No, no. Based off exchange rate. Because here in America, I've heard, like, $200, $100 or something for the, and I'm like, wait, so. I mean, to be fair, if I'm making dollars and it's the same like Lagos, then yeah, I can. But again, it's not for every girl. I'm not about to go and do it for any girl. Mm-hmm. I just see, no, unless you're my girl. Because again, I'm not going to sell you that kind of Answer dream. Answer question. No, this is the building with the, the building. Sorry, because I got to forget, I got to answer this damn thing too. So, what I be, yes, I, I now, well, let, let me take it back. Before, I was with building because I love, I like power couple situations. That's how I've always, I've seen my, before my dad passed, my mom, they were married. I saw them owning stores. I saw them struggling. I saw them doing everything together. So, I've always admired it. But now, you guys have tired me. Did a man ask you? Did a man ask you? Did a man ask you for money? So now, did a man ask you for money? Now, did a man ask you? No, for money? a man didn't ask me for money. I think what it is is it's two things. Men are too comfortable sometimes with women that are have their own thing together because it's like she has her own. Because ne- initially, it's supposed to be like a man's supposed to be working to provide for the woman, but if the woman's already pretty much doing what she needs to be doing for herself and almost you cooking, cleaning, everything, and you can do the bare minimum, you'll be relaxed. You'll do the bare minimum and relax. No. The second one is, which is which has been really bothering me lately because I don't know, if, I, I'm pretty sure it's just an American thing to a certain extent, but I've noticed, I can't even, I'll tell you most of it when you get off camera because I can't say all the business. Yeah. But I've noticed because since my, mm, be, between COVID and my dad passing, because those things happen back to back, what people have seen on social media or think of me, because I'm rebuilding myself back up, because it's not matching the way they think it should match, it's like been a certain type of, and like, oh, they think that, oh, I don't even know how to explain it, oh, they're supposed to chase a certain way, they're supposed to do this, do that, or she has, she lives in a mansion, she lives in a big, and to each is his own, you know? To each is his own. I can I understand it to a certain extent, but then when they come to me, it's like, and I know it's I know it's an American. Thing. It's it's something to a certain extent. But when they see a, a woman like me and actually stay with me day to day, it's like their imagination of me and the reality of me don't match. But yeah. any man with common sense would know a woman that's really working hard and getting her thing together. But because it's not matching, you thought that I was supposed to be riding Range Rover. You thought I was supposed to be. You know, cashing out five thousand, just having money, having just all that, and then you you kind of disrespect me to a I certain think, extent. I think it depends and on the guy. I think I always tell women like it's weird. I learn a lot from women when they say certain things with guys because you learn more about guys. And even it's not like, just one type. No, I, that's what I said. I can't. Again, you speak for yourself. Get my drink. There's some. There's some guys. You guys say these stories. I'm surprised. Like. Me again, I can't speak for myself. Me, me too, I'm surprised. I've grown up so like for me I swear. I'm thinking as I said, I'll come back to myself. I'm thinking long term in terms of where you are now is not where you're gonna be in five years and ten years. I've been in different phases of life where I've been with the biggest ballers. I've been in phases of life that Namide hustle <laughs> I, <laughs> with yeah. the hustle away inside. 
and then I've been in stages now me be the guy you understand there's different phases and I'm now in a phase that's like I'm good I can be anything I want to be but it's like even with women you saying that now is like when it comes to women like you can have money you don't have money but like I said as long as you have ambition or you want to go somewhere that's what I thought I'm not relying on you for anything most likely I'm relying on you for even if it's a friendship Mm -hmm. it's the same energy I give is like yo if we can encourage each other like you know good energy to each other like we're good to each other we're kind to each other respect to each other I will give you the same energy motivate you if I Mm -hmm. need to talk about shit if you're free to talk and I'm free to talk it sounds good that's what I thought that's what what I thought and then again it's it's, you have to figure out the people you're around because everybody can show one side of them I'm moving to London Everybody can show one side again. I don't know how it where is in the, America. Where are the good men? Where do you I don't know how it is in America. Where Shabbat. do you think I should that's move I to said. find a good man? I can't tell you anything what? because I cannot vouch for any country. Everybody's different. But what I'm just saying is like it's just like I said, it's a hit and miss sometimes. But as long as you know yourself, the things don't matter. Like that's why I said, like for me, I know myself. Like I've grown up around women that have made money their whole lives. Like my whole family is full of women, so I've never been intimidated by women making money if anything and we're not just we're, we're not just talking about money we're talking about building up in general no no even building up like if you're building for example like even the perception like there's some okay it's like some girls you see on instagram you may have a perception ah these girls always rolling around with money or niggas with money and stuff mm. like that yo there was a time i was dating i had no money i was dating girls with money <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all so thank you so much this 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 is Episode 21, y'all. This is the end of season one. Thank you guys so much. I'm excited. So to round this up, I have a gift for you, Michael. Well, gifts for you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Stay ready. This is for you. Thank you. This is actually So you can show them what I got you. Wow, this is actually funny. <laughs> Sit, girl. And we got a guest on the show, too. Yes. So I thought about it and I was like, now I have to get him one because I'm I feel like. This. See, this is how you treat your guests when Aww. you come on podcast people. So if you're watching this, is how you treat guests. I feel like um, you definitely wow. deserve it. Thank you. I love socks. Yes. That's a funny thing. I love socks. From com, y'all go shop. And a shirt, right? Yes, but we what it says. Men deserve peace. Amen. 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 No Nigeria, thank you. Aw, thank you. So thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any last um, shout outs? Uh, yeah. Um, for all the Nigerian Americans, for all the Africans, for all the people in America that like Nigeria, things that's going on in Nigeria, make sure you follow me. My name is Michael Shanariwo. I do a lot of content that speaks about Nigeria and Africa. I also run the biggest beach party in Nigeria called Sunday Atila Share. Does your boyfriend know you're there? But it's called Sunday Atila Share, you know. If you want to see all the baddest bees, if you want to see the finest Lagos men, if you want to have a good time in Nigeria and experience what the beach culture is like, that's what Sunday Lache is. Um, right now I'm in America, Lagos to Yankee Tour. I don't know when this is coming out. In the next three weeks. In the next... Jesus. Yes. When the tour is two. over. Ha. Ah. But I can always use... Ah, I don't know. I don't want to lie. I mean, we would have done some cities by then. Yeah, but by then, they, I see that on your, Whoever's on your watching link, this. they can go watch the videos and recap. You can go so back that, and watch the recaps yes. on my TikTok and Instagram because, like you said, time... Ha. Huh? Sorry. It's okay. We shall, by the time you watch this, we would have done the Lagos Yankee tour. We would have been rounding off by then. So... 
you know, make sure you guys follow me if you want to see what's going on in America. We're bringing the Lagos parties here, just a little vibe. And um, shout out to my people back home in Lagos, all my family, all my friends. Shout out to my people here in America that have looked out for me in all the cities that I've done so far. Shout out to Crown Entertainment Atlanta. I did the pool party with them. Shout out to Jiggy. I did a party with him in Atlanta. Shout out to Talabs in Houston. Shout out to Olga Mike in Houston. In Houston. Shout out to Talabs in Nashville. <laughs> sorry, in Nashville. My my brother Talabs in Nashville. Shout out to Faji in New York. Shout out to Afro Brunch in Massachusetts. You know, shout out to DJ Obi and Obi's house in the DMV. And we got more to come. So, and shout out to you yes, for having me. This was this has been one of the most fun podcasts I've done <laughs> as a guest. That I don't feel pressure. That I feel relaxed. So. I've enjoyed it. It has been very fun. So Aww, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, pre- I really appreciate that, y'all. This has been a long journey. Thank you for everyone that's been supporting this podcast, Broken Record DMV. This is my baby. Um, yeah, so I just really want you guys to tune in, watch all the other episodes if you haven't, okay? And stay tuned for episode two. I mean, season two. Okay, thank you again for coming thank on. For I hope me. success on everything you got going on. Thank I hope you. to see you again. We're going to do Definitely. some concerts together before Definitely. you leave. And when do you leave? Um, I'm here to the end of August. I'm okay. in America to the end of August, and I'm back to Nigeria. Okay, okay. So we're definitely going to do something. Definitely. But thank you guys so much again. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and tune in for season two. No, 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 but I like... Dun, 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 dun.